This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 721 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have Gary Tasman. Now, he's the CEO of Cushman and Wakefield Commercial Property, Southwest Florida. Gary, how you doing? I'm good. Thank you, Charlie. Well, Gary, I, uh, yeah, as I always say, good neighbors come in all shapes and sizes. And, uh, you know, two great things about Southwest Florida. Well, there are a lot of great things, but, you know, it's not only where we live and, and great communities, but then you have the kind of the commercial side of the equation. You know, it's like every place you turn, you've got convenient, whether it's places to work, office centers or shopping centers and everything in between. So, I don't know, rumor has it, uh, in Cushman and Wakefield, you, you guys, you play a little role in that. Is that true? We've been very, very involved in the, uh, in the growth and development of Southwest Florida for over 25 years. So it's yeah. absolutely true. Yeah. And yeah, one of the first things we, we got down here in 2015, 2016, and I said to Barb, you know, and hey, we, we came from the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area and all that, but I said, it, it seems to me, what little I know about commercial real estate and development, um, that there was a lot of forethought put into whether it be the layout of the roads and, you know, the flow of traffic and these different community settings and all that. So uh, I don't know how responsible you are for all this, but I'm going to give you a lot of credit on this podcast because why not, right? It's go. our show. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> so, Gary, let's start with. Cushman and Wakefield, fill us in on the company. So Cushman and Wakefield Commercial Property Southwest Florida is a commercial real estate brokerage and property management company. Basically, what we do is sell, lease, and manage office space, industrial space, retail space, and land um, in Southwest Florida. Our service area is a 13-county area that encompasses Southwest Florida from the Sarasota, Charlotte County line south to Marco Island and basically east, um, the interior counties east to uh, Lake Okeechobee. It's about a hundred mile linear market with about a 1.3 million people population. And what's really cool about Southwest Florida and our market area is our rate of growth is some of the fastest growth in the United States. So it's exciting. Yeah, yeah. That it is. It's neat to see uh, all these folks coming down here and, and uh, experience. You know, I, know I, I, I enjoy sharing with my friends and family who are still up north. Uh, uh, the Yeah, occasionally it's the teasing in the wintertime, sure. But, you know, just like, hey, come on down here. You, you can do this, too, and uh, experience the, you know, everything from the weather to I mean, we have a very unique and special lifestyle in Southwest Florida. We, we all came from somewhere else, generally speaking. And so there's not that, that long multi-generational lineage that, that you see in other Northern cities, like we're all from. And yeah. so because of that, it gives anybody who has an interest in doing whatever it is they want to do, whether they're a commercial fisherman or a commercial real estate broker or podcast influencer or whoever, you have an equal footing in Southwest Florida, much differently than you do in some of these older um, communities where there's three or four generations of families of wealth and power before you that 
that generally exclude or make it more difficult for newcomers to to yeah. achieve at their maximum potential. Yeah, that's a real good point. So what about your journey, Gary? Tell us a little bit about how you got involved in all this. Well, I'm one of those weird guys. I actually majored in, uh, in finance and um, spent a lot of time in real estate and economics in uh, my undergraduate work. And so I went to college with the expectation that I was going to do something in commercial real estate. And wow. I grew up in, um, in Louisville and went to college at Eastern Kentucky University, uh, 30 miles south of Lexington. I started my real estate career in Lexington, Kentucky. And uh, after about 10 years, my wife and I had realized that we had both in our careers maxed out at where we were. And so my wife decided to go back to school. She was a, a RN and she decided to become a nurse anesthetist. And so we left Lexington on our journey uh, to Southwest Florida through a 28 month period in Cleveland, Ohio, where Karen um, went through a, a nurse anesthesia program at Case Western Reserve in the Cleveland Clinic. And our, our, um, our goal at the time was to be somewhere in a fast growing market in a coastal Florida area. So we started basically in the Keys and worked our way up the East Coast until we found what was a good fit for her, for her career path and for me on mine. And we settled in Fort Myers and, and uh, have been here ever since. Yeah. Good for you guys. And it's, it's so cool that you just knew you wanted to do this that early on. Well, you know, we had both been vacationing in Florida on spring break through college, and we loved the lifestyle and really didn't know anybody here at all. But we just said this is a lifestyle um, that we want to uh, pursue for ourselves. And we did it. And I would encourage that anybody that, you know, put some thought and planning into what they want to do will will be able to achieve the same and probably a lot more. Yeah. How about mis misconceptions in the commercial real estate market? What do you hear that you can speak to? Well, first, markets do not always go up and they don't always go down. So the biggest misconception is that that no matter what happens, the market will always go up. In the long run, the trend will generally be up. But there's there's peaks and troughs in every market and every market has cycles. And so understanding the cycles within those trends are where what we do with our owners and clients to help them get from where they are to where they want to be. Um, it's really it in a, in a growing market that is land constraint like ours is there in the long run, you're always going to have um, appreciation in the short run. You're going to have market cycles. And that's a big misconception in this market. Yeah. 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 That's good. So yeah, it's that as long as the roller coaster ride, the ups and downs are, are heading in an uptrend, you know, we're in good shape, but expect those ups and downs. And, right. Well, you, know. you think about in Southwest Florida, we're, we have a very, very special environment and mm -hmm. one that our population wants to protect and preserve and keep sustainable. So the fact that we have 
um, environmentally sensitive land all around us uh, that will never be built on. There's an intrinsic value in the land that is developable, and there's a responsibility to develop it responsibly with the right amount of density that's supported by the infrastructure in place. And we talk to and, and deal with the municipalities and the investors um, in the market about how to how to maximize the economic benefit while still keeping the quality of life and the sustainability of growth going because that's what drives the economic growth and health of a region. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. So how about outside of the office? What are you doing for fun? Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, I certainly like to fish. I've been since COVID. I've been trying to learn to golf, and so I've been busy with that. Uh, my wife and I are, are students of the stock market, and uh, we like to travel. So we uh, we keep our eyes open and we try to stay active and uh, have a great time outside in Southwest Florida. So for our folks out there that go, I like to travel too. Uh, what do you recommend? What's that one place, if you were to go back, uh, where would you go? Well, there's so many opportunities out there. We love Paris. We love, um, you know, the Rocky Mountains. We love Tuscany. Um, there's a lot more exploring that we want to do. We have aspirations to get to Australia and New Zealand. And um, just we want to explore the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah. So, but there's certainly some beautiful trips that we've had and some great experiences that we've yeah. had. It certainly sounds like that. Wow. How about one hardship or life challenge that comes to mind, Gary? You're able to get through it. Now looking back, you can say, hey, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Well, this is professionally the biggest challenge that, that this company has endured. Certainly, we, we went into and made it through the uh, Great Recession, and and that took some some work and and some risk taking and some belief in ourselves. But really, the biggest challenge that I think that we've had was um, around COVID. We entered um, March of 2020 with not really understanding what COVID was going to be, but with over a hundred of our client property owners um, who they challenge us to or really contract with us to collect their rent and pay their bills from 900 tenants. And by April, the whole country was shut down and these tenants rely on the revenues from their businesses to pay their rent. And all of a sudden they couldn't, they didn't know what to do. Nobody knew what to do. And so we spent a lot of time in coaching um, our tenants on best practices in and at the same time being able to collect the rent that we needed to for our owners who couldn't make their mortgage payments without those rent that rent income. So it was a challenge. Nobody knew how they if they were even going to be in business in 30 days. Yet we had to make them pay or get them to pay April's rent. Our strategy was to educate them on the PPP process and help these small businesses be able to um, to make the application for the PPP money and and recognize that the world was going to be okay 
And so it's okay to go ahead and pay the rent. So yeah. we collected over 99% of the rents due that, that month. And we did it by having very, very strong communication with our owners who were willing to, you know, work out arrangements with the tenants that needed it, but hold firm with the tenants where that were able to pay and then working with the tenants to help them get their uh, PPP applications in so that they would be um, sustainable throughout the pandemic. And it worked out great. We have stronger relationships with our tenants than we ever have. And certainly our owners uh, will tell you that we did what they hired us to do. Yeah. 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 You know, you, you bring back memories. It's amazing. It wasn't that long ago, but it seems like this dark, you know, a long time ago era. And uh, I know in, in talking with a lot of business owners back then, there was a lot of confusion with PPP. Yeah, PPC money and 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 how to get it and how to apply and and uh, to have your firm help out and uh, I, I man yeah those, well we didn't are, nobody right. knew all we were trusting the government and trusting you know the people that were telling us what to do we have great relationships within banking and government and finance and you know we we all had to trust each other and I think we're all better because of it. And for we know now that um, looking back that these businesses would not have made it through that period without the help and the contributions that we made. Um, and a lot of our owners probably wouldn't be owning the property that they owned um, going into the pandemic were it not for the fact that we were able to, to educate the tenants on how to get the money to pay the rent and demonstrate to them that it's going to be okay and get them to trust and have confidence in us that we would help all the way through the process. Yeah. Wow. About one thing you wish our listeners knew about Cushman and Wakefield, what would that be? Well, I think that the, the most important belief that our company has is that we, we do what we do um, because we've, in the bottom of our hearts want to leave things better than we found them, whatever they are. So what I would like your listeners to know about Cushman and Wakefield Commercial Property, Southwest Florida, is we care. We care about the long-term growth and viability of Southwest Florida, and we care about every single tenant and every single buyer and every single investor that, that we deal with. And we believe that we, we want them to believe and know that their best interest is really at the heart of what we do. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we have listeners who want to learn more, want to get in touch. What's the best way for them to do so? Well, you can certainly uh, go to our website at cpswfl.com. Um, I'm very available. My email address is gtasman at cpswfl.com. And, uh, you can still pick up the phone and call me anytime, 239-489-3600. The old-fashioned way, right? That's right. I love it. I love it. Well, Gary, thanks again for being a part of the show and for all that you're doing for us folks in Southwest Florida, and we wish you the best of luck going forward there. Well, thank you for having me, Charlie, and I appreciate being part of part of your journey. 
Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.